0: Hello, and welcome back to the IDC Tech Talk podcast. My name is Miles Dawson, I am your host today, and uh, today we're going to be diving back into the fascinating world of artificial intelligence, or AI. But we're going to be taking a specific look um, at AI in the contact center, and how companies are utilizing this technology. So for this discussion, I'm very happy to welcome two frequent flyers back to the podcast. We have Neil Ward-Dutton and Jack Vernon. Hello to both. Hey, Miles. Hi Miles. Hello listeners. Uh, so thanks very much for both being here. So my understanding then is you've just completed a lovely bit of research into the role of AI and the contact centre. So Neil, I'd love to understand why this is a particularly hot topic at the moment.
1: Okay, so there's a few things going on here, Miles, that make, uh, as you said, AI and the contact centre, you know, a hot topic. So firstly, there's two key pressures that have been. In, uh, impacting contact centers for for a while, for a few years. And, and we're seeing that AI has the potential to help contact centers deal with those. So I'll talk about those just quickly. So there's this shift away from channel specific servicing in a contact center towards omni-channel. Um, and an omni-channel is where essentially a, a contact center works across all the different channels that a, a company might want to work across. So customers now use multiple channels to reach contact centers across digital media, you know, messaging and web and so on, as well as voice. And of course, as I'm sure everybody knows, this becomes even more pronounced with younger generations, which tend to rely more on digital channels. Now, part of the story here is that an omni-channel contact center enables an organization to to deliver integrated experiences regardless of, of, of how customers want to work, right? So they can just be completely consistent across web, mobile, chat, uh, and all of these things but it's also about enabling contact centers to pool their agents and their other resources across multiple channels that and, and each of those will probably have their own demand peaks and troughs and so that's really about driving more operational efficiency in the contact center now at the same time there's a continued focus on speed and quality so so really when you when you pull all this together it's a typical kind of do more with less story in a way And here, contact centers care about things like first call resolution or FCR, they'll talk about. That's a huge focus for continuous improvement, alongside thinking about things like net promoter scores and and customer satisfaction. And this is driving demand for better customer intelligence and analytics too. So and we're seeing that AI really helps to deal with that kind of do more with less dynamic. But secondly, there's the cloud. Uh, as there's a steady shift away from on-premise contact centers to more flexible contact centers as a service models. Uh, and this is, uh, although there's quite a lot of legacy technology kind of acting as a little bit of a break on this, we're seeing still a, a really quite a fast shift towards the, the cloud-based delivery model for contact centers. And with that uh, being increasingly common, cloud-delivered AI capabilities from companies like Google and AWS and IBM and so on, they're a natural complement. And what we're seeing is that those vendors, the big cloud players, they've begun to actively compete with their AI offerings in this space. And they're providing portfolios of AI services that fit neatly into what contact centers want. They're doing it at huge scale. And as a result, their economics are shifting really rapidly. And lastly, covid we can't have a, a, a conversation without talking a little bit about that that no, accelerates absolutely. that's yeah yeah
0: elephant in the room a little bit
1: isn't it it kind of is but but it is really relevant it accelerates all of what i've just talked about as well as further complicating the situation for contact center operators so if you think about what a contact center does uh, it's really at, it's in the crosshairs of a really really challenging situation because organizations over the world are reporting huge spikes in customer inquiries about things like opening hours and you know is anybody there to help me with something and also of course contact center agents often now are having to work from remote locations or home which again is a massive disruption so contact centers are at the forefront of a struggle to demonstrate resilience in the face of you know volatility and uncertainty and against this background so ai particularly at the spearhead of this is virtual agents, AI that can provide fully automated conversational service through chat or voice even, particularly in response to simple requests, it's, it's been really eagerly taken up. So, you know, just to very quickly wrap that back up. So there's a whole load of stuff that was already happening in contact centers around do more with less. There's the cloud and the cloud players coming in with faster, cheaper, better AI capabilities, and then COVID on top, which is just accelerating everything. I, I, I think if I'd just
2: like to make a, a point as well, maybe on top of, of what Neil said, um, and that would be that the AI systems themselves uh, have become performance, let's say, in the last two or three years. So I think prior to that time, um, I don't think you'd be able to introduce uh, uh, the types of systems that we're now seeing in the contact centre because they they wouldn't perform at, uh, to the quality and at the scale uh, that they are able to now, uh, and that's because of the, you know, the innovation that's taken place uh, on on the AI side.
0: Thanks, Jack, for that, and I'd love to bring you in actually to talk about the main roles that AI can play in the
2: contact centre. Yeah, so in the course of our research, we ended up ident- identifying sort of four key use case areas where AI is really playing. So First off, we have agent assistance systems, which empower agents to better deal with inquiries by providing predictions, recommendations, and automated services to handle key administrative tasks. For instance, uh, an agent assistance use case could be called summarization, uh, the process of reporting back the success and nature of a customer interaction automatically. Um, Now, call reporting is normally dealt with by the agents themselves, so call summarization systems now allow contact center agents to focus on dealing with more interactions as opposed to filling out these summary summary reports manually. Uh, Another agent assistant use case would be Next Best Action Recommendation Systems, which is software that can flag possible actions and make suggestions in real time that could resolve uh, uh, a call that's in progress. Another use case area is virtual agents, as Neil was mentioning before, or conversational self-service platforms. These systems allow customers to, inverted commas, talk to an automated agent, either using chat or voice to immediately access relevant information in response to straightforward requests, or in more complicated situations, Uh, gather key information from customers about an issue before handing off to a human agent. I think the interesting development here is that we've all seen chatbots across text channels, uh, but increasingly through developments in speech systems, uh, we're seeing them deployed across voice channels as well. Another use case area uh, is advanced analytics. Through improvements in speech to text and natural language processing technology, combined with the abundance of computing and storage resources available in the cloud, it is now possible for organizations to review all the interactions that contact center agents have with customers, with much of the work being done automatically. So to go even deeper, through an approach called sentiment analysis, it is even possible to analyze the sentiment of interactions customers are having with contact center agents. By capturing the sentiment and tone of a conversation, organizations can better understand the experience of customers throughout interactions. These insights can help management identify employees that may need additional training in certain aspects of their work, or even help in identifying processes that are causing frustration for customers. And finally, we have routing and assignment use cases. So routing and assigning calls and messages is one of the most fundamental functions of any contact center platform. Mapping customers to the agents, that are the best place to deal with them is not as straightforward as it may seem. Certain agents may be better equipped with more technical inquiries, while others may be better at exploiting sales opportunities and others, again, better at dealing with aggressive or agitated customers. I know you're normally one of those, Miles, one of those guys who calls up um, to throw some heat down the phone. Uh, <laughs> AI is increasingly being incorporated into routing and assignment software to better support Uh, more efficient outcomes for customers. So an example of a routing and assignment use case perhaps is advanced agent assignment, which uses a combination of knowledge mining and advanced analytics software to help identify that a particular agent is best suited um, to deal with different activities over the course of the day. So for instance, an agent may be very effective at dealing with customer calls in the early afternoon, but becomes tires in the late afternoon, so is better suited to dealing with, say, email or or, um, online chat platforms. So advanced agent assignment enhances the productivity of an agent and also helps to improve their job satisfaction as they're sort of dealing with things that suit them at that particular time of day. So now I've covered only a few use cases, and uh, we've identified twelve in total uh, in the process of our research into the contact centre. And if you want to learn about uh, those in more detail, then uh, that's all in our report.
0: Absolutely. So, Neil, why do you think organisations are investing in this area, and uh, also how much are they investing? You know, is it, is it is it
1: big? Is it growing?
0: Give us a bit beyond that.
1: Mm. Okay, so so Jack's already kind of set us up nicely for this one, you know, talking about the different kinds of use cases. And, and as I said at the beginning, you know, the thing that's kind of grabbed everyone's attention is this virtual agents thing, primarily because of COVID, I think. Um, but there's much more. There's more to it, right? There's there's like a there's a a 360 degree kind of span of of stuff around a contact center agent fundamentally, and we're seeing that. Um, from our analysis, there's there's five main dimensions of, of value that AI can bring through these different kinds of use cases. Now, first and, and most obvious is improving the customer experience. Um, so, for example, by diverting inbound inquiries to automated agent virtual agents, contact centers can reduce abandon rates. Right, so that's people hanging up before they get to an answer. Customers get initial responses quicker, meaning fewer of them are likely to abandon their attempts at at contacts and getting uh, problems solved. So, um, you know, also customers get in touch with organizations when they've got questions or they've got issues that need um, addressing. And AI investments can enable contact centers to respond to those more quickly and make agents faster and more effective. And that's about improving brand perception. So that's the first one right customer experience second is employing the experience for the agent Um, you know agent churn so you know the proportion of agents that that change jobs every year is currently around about 30 percent so there's a lot of agents churning in and out of contact centers every year and and so if you can improve the experience that's massive um so that's partly about removing mundane tasks Some, some of that was what Jack was just talking about through agent assistance use cases. And that enables agents to, um, to essentially spend less time on annoying things and help customers more. Uh, also, if you're able to use AI to bring predictions, recommendations, ideas around next best action, for example, that reduces the amount of specialist knowledge that an agent needs. Uh, so it reduces training time when a new person starts, helps agents stay up to speed with a, in a fast-changing environment. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that can be done around improving the agent experience. Third is improving the overall kind of process effectiveness in the, in the contact center. AI can improve flexibility here. Y- you know, e- enabling contact centers to organize their operations uh, much more dynamically uh, across distributed, remote, centralized, or even hybrid Kind of settings, and, and that can give an organisation a, a huge amount of strategic freedom. And um, also, AI can be used uh, as part of an analytics play to help contact centres better understand and interpret how how things are all working, right? And and how performance can be improved. So um, <clears throat> there's there's that process effectiveness piece there. Fourth, and I, and it'd be, you'd be surprised if I didn't say reducing cost. Um, so there's you know, aspects of things, things like, as I said, reducing training time for new agents, but also more core is is fundamentally about reducing average handling time. So the amount of time it takes to solve somebody's problem uh, and to to get a call from start to finish. Um, if you're able to proactively use AI to to surface ideas, solutions, um, then you're able to get to the answer quicker. If you're able to divert some calls to automated solutions again that's about reducing the handling time which is which reduce costs also the more appropriate and um, targeted you can make recommendations and actions that that can help um, situations be resolved first time so that addresses what we talked about a, a moment ago first call resolution rate the more we can uh tackle people's problems first time that's a massive massive impact on cost and last but not least is the potential for revenue generation there's an indirect thing here about you know if you can if you can create a better brand uh, and you can make people happier they're more likely to stay with you that you can retain more customers for longer so you'll get more revenue but also um, we can use ai to drive next best action recommendations so for example if somebody calls in or contacts in with a question, um, there's o- opportunities on occasion where you can actually recommend some kind of upsell or cross-sell. So there are opportunities to actually drive revenue through this too. And you said, uh, Miles, um, how much? Well, I'll just give you a very, very broad view here. We think that um, this year, organizations across Europe will spend of the order of about 250 million in total dollars uh, on AI, in the contact center. Uh, and we think that that's going to grow, on average, somewhere around 30% every year. So it's a fairly fast growing space. Uh, and there's lots and lots of opportunity.
0: So thank you very much, Neil. Now, Jack, I'd like to ask you a quick question, which is that people often talk about AI being a disruptive technology. I know you and I have talked about this multiple times from a hardware perspective, as well as other perspectives. But do you really think that it's going to remake the whole contact Center tech ecosystem, how much of an impact do you think it's going
2: to have? So, AI use cases uh, are mostly mutually beneficial for everyone in the contact center ecosystem, shifting tasks that would previously be done by humans into software. They present AI vendors with an opportunity to sell their products and services, while contact center vendors, who own most of the existing relationships in the contact center already, uh, will be able to strengthen their relationship with their existing customer base as well as provided a narrative to move more processes into the cloud environment, which Neil was talking about before, um, which due to the servicing aspect of on-prem systems makes their operations more easy to sort of manage and their operations more profitable as well. I think it's we shouldn't forget uh, SIs and consultants as well here, who due to a large amount of customized work, which will be required or involved in developing uh, many of the use cases and the significant amount of process change within the contact center they're likely to drive, this presents a big opportunity to to those guys as well. So I think in terms of answering your question, I think the main impact is really going to be positive for everyone in in the space. However, in terms of sort of reshaping value across the ecosystem, there is some debate about whether contact center software vendors uh, offering sort of agent desktops and sort of traditional routing systems will be able to continue to capture most of the value in the space, or whether AI tools providers and automation players will capture more of that value increasingly. However, I think this perhaps like misses the, the point, and I think the real value play will come in providing an orchestration platform between the sort of best in class software tools for traditional contact center services alongside the sort of latest and greatest. AI and automation systems, at the same time as allowing customers to take advantage of both in a multi cloud or hybrid environment. The race to create orchestration platforms for AI powered contact centres is still open. But challenges to existing market leaders will have to work particularly hard uh, to offer capabilities that can operate across both traditional contact centre environments, and the sort of multi cloud environments that we've talked about already. Established contact centre vendors need to move quickly to build new positions as orchestrators, or they will open themselves up to increasingly stiff competition.
0: So, brilliant. Thank you very much for that, Jack. And I think my last question really is: What does this all mean for suppliers and uh, for contact centre operators as well? What's this impact going to have on them?
1: Yep. So, so I'll start by talking about the operators, you know, the the customers, if you like, and then uh, Jack, you come in and talk quickly about the vendors. So. For for operators, the main message here is that AI has a lot of potential to increase contact center efficiency, effectiveness, improve customer satisfaction, and even drive revenue. But AI isn't one homogeneous thing. It's a whole bundle of different technologies. And in a contact center setting, these technologies can be applied in multiple different ways to support different kinds of use cases and deliver different kinds of business value. Just very quickly, an example um, AI can be used to translate speech to text and that's just one of many applications. Now that technology plays a role in virtual agents, which can help reduce costs and help with scalability and resilience in the contact center. And it can also help increase customer satisfaction by reducing abandoned rates and so on. But uh, that speech to text technology can also be used in post-call transcription. So notes from contact sessions can be automatically summarized, which saves agents time and also helps save them from tedious admin work Um, and it can also be used in quality management too so that's just one example and and so contact center operators need to have a really clear understanding of the different ways that AI can add value and put a clear strategy together that's driven first by business outcomes and use cases the worst thing to do would be just to blindly pursue AI without a clear goal.
2: And to come in here and uh, perhaps consider um, the position for the AI technology suppliers and and vendors, if you like, I think, you know, this is a a massive opportunity for them, but I think there's some really core things that they need to keep in in mind when approaching this this space. And one of the first being that they shouldn't expect to make sort of a large market impact uh, with direct customer engagements uh, around specific AI technologies. Instead, they should sort of look to form sort of partnerships with the existing sort of contact center software players and look to drive their AI services via those companies. And I think it, sort of following on from that thought as well is that they'll need to build sort of consumption models in partnership with the contact center vendors that are actually going to be sort of workable in a contact center environment. So that, that means ensuring that, that the AI use cases that they're sort of developing uh, don't end up sort of being too expensive as to be non-performant or not, not even worth implementing. I think another thing as well is don't be tempted to sort of tie AI technologies for the contact center into other product streams such as CRM, which is something like we're seeing at the moment. Uh, organizations are unlikely to migrate to other systems to take advantage of a particular contact center AI capability, especially when you've got other vendors in the market that are taking a much more sort of flexible approach. So don't be tempted to sort of bake AI technologies into other specific technology streams that you might be offering. I think another thing as well that companies offering technology in this space need to be aware of is, you know, if they make any updates or changes to their products that are relied on by Contact center vendors—they need to make those changes uh, very, very clear to the end users to ensure that uh, that they don't have any like negative impact, and uh, that they can coordinate. AI vendors need to consider how they can best make a play for value in the contact center space. And I think the initial phase of market adoption will most likely be a land grab for customers uh, by AI technology vendors. Um, So I don't expect um, price to be particularly important here. However as the significant cost associated with migrating away from one AI tool to another um, is sort of realized, I think that will ultimately give AI technology vendors a lot of sort of price setting power with their existing customer base. So I think we're in a phase of sort of land grab at the moment, but um, as the market sort of matures a bit more, that will be when AI technology providers are are able to sort of extend their margins in, in terms of their operations in the contact center
0: guys thank you so much for giving this this fantastic overview Um, Neil just a quick question if if our listeners want to find out more um we'll put a link below uh to the report but why don't you tell us a little bit about it
1: yeah well so so the uh so the twist in the tail is that we we produce so much at uh, miles that we couldn't fit it in one report so actually there's two so, there's one overall report that looks at uh, the opportunity and, and looks at the vendors. Uh, we've got profiles of over 10 uh, players here in this report. And then we had to carve out the, the discussion of the different use cases into a separate report. So, we've got one report on the overall uh, AI in the contact center space, and then another report which really dives deeply into the different kinds of use cases and the different kinds of value that they add. And yep, they they will be around about now.
0: Excellent. Well, we'll put a link for the reports in the description of the podcast below, so please click through and have a look if you'd like, and uh, and thank you all very much for listening. Uh, I'm afraid that is all the time we have for today, but I'd like to thank Neil and Jack for helping us out with this discussion, and we would love to hear your thoughts, our dear listeners. If you have any opinions, or views, or thoughts on what we've just discussed, get in touch. You can find us on LinkedIn or on Twitter. Uh, we'd love to hear your take on this evolving market around AI. And of course, please do subscribe to the podcast. You can find us on Spotify, on SoundCloud, or whichever uh, delivery system you happen to use to get your podcasts. So thank you very much. And I wish you all good health and speak to you next time. Thank you very much.